Hi friends! Welcome to Taylor Asks a Question. I'm Taylor and I'm so happy you're choosing to spend some time with me and the friends I get to introduce you to along the way. I hope these conversations make you feel like we're all just driving in the car or enjoying a cup of coffee or even sharing a meal together. We'll cover the spectrum of life's questions and discuss topics that I'm hoping will impact your heart, challenge your thinking, and bring glory to God. Let's start asking questions. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. This is part two of our episode with Lindsay on keto and carnivore. And we're going to jump right back into that conversation. But first, if you've enjoyed this podcast, would you please go and leave the show a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or both? If you have both platforms, that would be great. Um, I'd also love to see a positive review on Apple if you've been entertained or a longtime listener or if you've just are here because you follow the dancing carnivore and you found your way to this podcast, I would love um, that positive feedback. I appreciate your support of listening and sharing the show. It really means a lot um, that people actually listen every week and engage in person or on social media. It's so meaningful. So thank you guys so much. Um, This episode features a bit more medical science conversation, so please remember we are not doctors and this is not medical advice. Feel free to Google any medical information you hear and verify for yourselves and check your Bibles for the theological references. Don't just take our word for it. Uh, Let's continue the conversation with Lindsay and she's going to recap a bit of her personal story and introduction to keto. I started to gain weight um, definitely at Red Robin. Mm. Um, I would like, and this was before I got married. So I look back at my wedding pictures and I think I'm bigger in my wedding pictures than I am now. Um, so I started gaining weight and then right after I got married, two months later, we were pregnant with our first Mm -hmm. daughter and I actually like, don't think I gained that much weight. And I also started losing the weight (laughs) right after I had her, but then I got pregnant four months after my other daughter was born. So two back-to-back pregnancies. Um, Surprise! And then just the struggle of raising two children under the age of two. Mm -hmm. It's such a blur, but I know I didn't feed myself well. So I continued to gain weight. Like most moms. Like most moms. Honestly. It's much great. It's gold. Like it's it's, hard. Yes. It's goldfish crackers and it's bites of chicken nuggets. Yeah. And it's whatever your kids didn't eat. Right. You know, and warming up your coffee for the 14th time before nap time. And it's eating the ice cream after the kids go to bed. Sure. All these different things. Yeah. And I definitely gained weight in between. I had a, I think almost three year space between my last two kids. So I had definitely gained weight and then I got pregnant again with my last child. And then I was not just feeling terrible during my pregnancy. Just like nothing was like, I just, whenever I ate, it felt super weird. And then I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes. Okay. So, and then I went to health class Mm -hmm. to teach me how to eat with diabetes. And it was awful. It was like have oatmeal and fruit in the morning have toast and only have this much pasta, but still have pasta and eat like just the information they were giving me wasn't making sense. I'm like, this is already what I eat. I don't eat this many carbs. I mean, again, guys, we're not doctors, but like, but the doctors, but there are some things. Okay. <laughs> the nutritionalists at the hospital. Yeah. Not all nutritionalists are created equal. Oh, Let's I just can't remember say. the book. I remember what it's called. Okay. I do remember. I think you can double check after, but, yeah. um, So then I got this book called something like we it's it's like gestational diabetes or eating for gestational diabetes by Lily Nichols I think is her name. But so I read this book and she like kind of talked about low carb eating. Yeah, and she mentioned keto, but she also didn't recommend it for pregnant women. Okay, so I started eating low carb during my pregnancy to manage my blood sugar. Okay. I didn't tell my doctor. Okay. I did not eat what the doc, what the hospital recommended that I eat. I ate way lower carbs. Okay. And was able to manage my, my blood sugar really well. Yeah. Um, and 
I actually, it was like the first time I had ever lost weight during pregnancy. Okay. Yeah. But not in a bad way. Yeah. So I was like, okay, there's something to this way of eating. Yeah. Okay. And so after I had my last daughter, Lexi, I, um, was free from diabetes because when you have gestational diabetes, it goes away after you have the baby. Yeah. But then you have to be on, like, you're kind of on, like, a high risk for getting diabetes later in life. Yeah. So I was like, I'm free. I'm going to eat whatever I want. This is amazing. I've been restricting for so long. (laughs) For nine months. For nine months, I was restricting my food. And so I just ate whatever I wanted. And I remember just, like... I never saw myself as like being big. And then one day I did. And I was like, how did I get here? Like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. Like, and so I, because of, I honestly, I think God like used gestational diabetes to like bring me here. So it's like, take, take a negative, make it positive. Like God, God knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he's amazing. Um, it's not a podcast if Lindsay doesn't cry. It's, it's not It's not a gathering or a life group or a small group if Lindsay doesn't cry. I mean, if you know, you know. Like, it's just, yeah. No, that's, that is, I think, an incredibly relatable revelation for women I, in general. I think, obviously, being pregnant fast like that speeds up that that it can speed up that revelation especially because you were 24 when you had your last baby like you got pregnant at 20 21 and then like 24 25 I think okay so you were 25 so going from being a dancer dancing six days a week hours and hours that was your life and having this lean body where you did not have to think to within five years, five, six years, honestly, is a very quick yeah. time to then go boom, 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 three kids. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's a huge, and that's a huge piece of like stage of life, I think, from like 18 to 25, where you're just got it, you you are recognizing so much about life in general not with or without kids married or unmarried like Mm -hmm. that season of life is crazy it's a such a growing stage where you discover more of your identity and take things a lot more seriously you establish yourself so much more yeah and here you are mom with three little girls and then you have this revelation about yourself and recognizing that you know like you said how did I get here I think so many women have that yeah. because we all go through seasons and I have definitely had those moments and continue to, which is not something that I'm necessarily proud of, but it's definitely something that you look in pictures and it's like, Oh my gosh. And I, my, another friend, quick tangent, another friend and I always joke and say that we had not to in any way make light of an eating disorder, but we would say we had reverse anorexia, which is what we would just say is like, we think we look thinner or better than we do. And then you see yourself in pictures and you're like, oh my gosh. Or even it could be as simple as like wearing an outfit. And you think you, I think every woman has this. Yeah. So you try on a new outfit and you're like, oh, I look great. And then like the mirrors are totally different out in public. And for some reason yeah. you look so different. You're like, do I have a clown mirror in my house? <laughs> like what is happening here? Why? Why does why do things look different? So I think that that's a super relatable um, thing. And so you, after having that revelation and knowing that that this low carb, because you only knew at that point it was low carb, yeah, that was yeah benefiting you, right? But and I had heard of keto, and the first time any I ever heard of keto was in my kitchen during one of my coffee and muffins. Oh yes. And one lady's looking at looking at me. She's like, "This, this mom I know, or I don't even, I don't know, this woman I know, she is doing this thing called keto, and she's doing great. She's losing losing weight, but you can eat more bacon than broccoli." That's literally what she said to me, and I was like, (laughs) "What? (laughs) The heavens opened up." I'm like, "No," but I thought it was weird. I'm like, "There's no way you can eat fat 
This was oh, before. This okay. was before. Yeah, Sorry. so you're like more fat than vegetables or right. more bacon than broccoli. Right. Okay. See, I was thinking it would be like cool, but you're like, well, there's no yeah. way was right. your thought. There's no right. way. Exactly. She's losing but weight. But then, so that's the first time I ever heard of it. And then in the book that I read about gestational diabetes. And so then I was like, okay, I need to do something. And I've always been the person that's like, I'm never going to do a diet. Because yeah. I've seen so many people try to do diets and mm-hmm. fail. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it can't be sustainable. There, It's true. Like, there are so many quote-unquote diets that are not sustainable. I have done all of them pretty right. much. Yeah. So I can tell you that it is it is really – that's why I mentioned self-control and discipline because that is, that is the hardest part. Yeah. It's not – it's yeah. not – honestly, meal planning and eating the food is not the hardest part. Yeah. It is. It's follow the, through. It's the, it's the obedience yeah. to do it, to yeah. stick with it for your life mm-hmm. or, you know, cause that's, that's why so many people call it a lifestyle change. Yeah. Cause that's what it has to be. A diet has yeah. an end. Mm-hmm. And if you, it's a vacation end, date, it's a dress you have to yeah. fit into or right. A, yeah. Right. So yeah. So when I started, I was just like, I'm going to learn all I can about keto. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. And who, someone who, uh, Dr. Ken Berry, an actual doctor. An actual. He has, his book is called Lies My Doctor Told Me. Ooh. So that's. We're going to have to link all these. Yeah. So yeah. we'll, we'll link these in the Anyways, show Anyways, his YouTube channel is so full of quick videos explaining all of your questions about keto. Nice. And then eventually all of your questions about carnivore. <laughs> eventually. <Because> as. <laughs> of natural progress progression for many people on keto is they always at least try carnivore or go carnivore. It's just, I in in seeing you on this journey, I think a lot of people are familiar with whole 30 and paleo. And I say that like if whole 30, what whole 30 is to paleo Mm -hmm. carnivore is to keto. keto. It's much more restrictive. It's not just 30 days. Like a whole 30 is a lot of people do eat whole 30 all the time yeah. but that's that like you said it has right. a start that's and true. an end yeah. but carnivore so yeah if that kind of can be more of also a kind of an imagery because i think a lot of people are more familiar with paleo yeah whole 30 but okay so so yeah you so dr ken berry dr ken berry so many so many helpful videos on getting started what to do if you have a weight stall, what to do if you don't feel like you like what supplements you should be taking because you should, okay, you should not start keto and not have electrolytes. You need to have electrolytes. And I'm not mm. talking about Gatorade. That is sugar. That water. is sugar. Yeah. That is okay. not, that's not. Uh, if you, if you want to find me on Instagram, I have a huge, I have a list of really good electrolytes. Yeah. Okay. That you, you can, can try. get them on Amazon. Amazon. Yes. Yeah. It's very it's, easy. Yes. It's easy um, to get them. But yeah. So like I was literally like, learning as I was going, just going. And like, I like lost 10 pounds every month. Yeah. And it just, it just fell off. And I was just like, how, this is crazy. I'm like, everyone needs to know this. Everyone needs to do this. And everyone was like, you're crazy. And I'm like, not everyone, but a lot of people were like, you're crazy. And I'm like, am I, do you see what's happening? Like, I'm not (laughs) saying I like at the same time, (laughs) I mean, excluding some fruits and vegetables, whatever. But like, if you just eat unprocessed food, if you just eat the food God made, mm-hmm. you will be a lot healthier. Yeah. Like that is a result of the fall. Like all of these processed foods, mm-hmm. men thinking that they're wiser than God to make their own food, mm-hmm. thinking that they can make their own meat, thinking that they can avoid the curse of food, growing food being hard and then ruining the earth. And using all the pesticides, like that is the curse. Mm. And when you try to outsmart God, you're going to ruin your health. Like that's why yeah. fruits and vegetables aren't as good anymore because we ruin them with pesticides. We ruin them. We ruin the earth. Like the soil is not as nutritious as it used to be. Like that's wild. Like the, it's you're supposed getting, to be. You're like, we're almost, we're like just global warming adjacent right here with ruining the earth for me. But I'm not. It's okay, different. Okay. No, I know. It's just, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. But the same people who say we're ruining the earth are, are promoting factories making fake meat and promoting mass. Let's get crops. into the, the vegans and the vegetarians okay, okay, okay. who are talking about. Because yeah. honestly, they're kind of, for me, honestly, a lot of them are in the same camp. You know, they're saying like, you don't want to, you know, and 
even like, you know, how could you eat animals and PETA? Here's the thing. Okay. Here's, here's the big truth bomb when it comes to vegans. Yeah. There is no such thing as a bloodless diet. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing. If you are a vegan because you think it's nutritionally better, good luck. Hmm. Okay. That's the only way you can be vegan. If you're mm-hmm. vegan because you think you're saving animals, you are wrong. Yeah. There are like in Australia, their lettuce crops, they kill thousands of rabbits every day to keep the lettuce growing. Huh. There are That's all the wild. pesticides. Yeah. They're killing bees, which are so important to the world. Yeah. They are killing gophers. They are killing birds. They are killing squirrels they are killing Mm -hmm. things to keep your precious crops growing Mm -hmm. and available to you at your convenience in your grocery store so don't so fooled don't be fooled if you think you're saving animals because you're not it's not a moral high ground right a way of eating essentially yeah and like it's sad that animals have to die it was sad when adam and eve sinned Mm-hmm. And they, God had to kill an animal to clothe them. Yeah. But that's part of the fall. Yeah. And we are more important than animals. We are created in God's image. Mm-hmm. So, and we have dominion over the world. We have dominion over the animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. We and, are more important than animals. Yeah. There is a hierarchy. God gave Adam dominion and to name and to master them. Like it is not, it's not a coincidence that he put man in charge over. Yeah. <laughs> like that is, that is not a coincidence. Here. Yeah. So yeah, no, I love that. I, I, people who, yeah, animals are not, I, not all dogs go to heaven guys. Like this it's is true. not it's true. This isn't. <laughs> and also like, this is going to hurting be... a lot of feelings today. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you this need to know, like but you're an adult now and it's just time. <laughs> It's time you knew. <laughs> yeah. But like, okay, so going so going back to becoming carnivore. Yeah. I feel like I became carnivore on accident. I tried, car- I heard about World Carnivore Month. This is something Sean Baker does. He's a Who huge- is Sean Baker? Sean Baker is like one of the, he's like one of the long, long time carnivores. He's been carnivore for a really long time. Okay. He's got, he actually lives in Lake Stevens, Washington. So he's local. Wow. Okay. There's a lot of really cool. There are several cool people that I have followed because of you who I'm like, Oh, they live here. here. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So he, um, he has this whole, I think it's, I'm going to mess it up. I'm sorry, Sean Rivera or Rivero. It's his company and he does like, he does coaching on there and stuff. Cool. Um, interviews, podcasts. Um, but he started, cause I think, so his birthday's in January okay. and I'm pretty sure it was like, a, I think it was also world vegans month. And so he's like, I'm not going to let vegans ruin my birthday month. So then he decided he started world carnivore month in January. Great. So that's when a lot of people, Joe Rogan, for yeah. example, will try carnivore for a whole month oh, just to see. Oh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Everybody loves him. He's not controversial at all. Not at all. Not at all. So the first time I heard about it was in the middle of January. So I was like, oh man, okay, I'll do it in February. It's the shortest month anyway. You know, win-win. Yeah. So I tried it and was like, whoa. Okay. Mind blown. Because, okay, this is a really weird thing that happened. All of my old dancing injuries, my aches and pains that I've gotten over the years, like came into my body and then left. Huh. (laughs) Which is weird. I had, I had a, I got a stress fracture. In my foot. Yeah. That bothers me. All, used to bother me all the time. Yeah. Whenever I wore heels. Not in my senior year of high school. That came back when I was doing carnivore and I have not had an issue with it ever since. I had a bunch of back things. Yeah. Come and go. Just really strange things. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that was. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But it's cool. <laughs> okay. It's um, yeah. inflammation in the body. It's yeah. It's a big thing. Okay. Yes. Meat. Side note. Meat is... The most anti-inflammatory thing. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not a doctor. Like not not a doctor. Not a doctor. Not, I'm just not gonna say that. I mean, turmeric also anti-inflammatory, but like also meat is. <laughs> Don't get know. me started on. Do you, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's um. <laughs> there's gonna have to be a part two because all the things you said. We're gonna have to talk about the, that later. I know. I don't even know. We might if have we'll... to get into the veggies are bad 
later another don't time ruin, i mean i never thought i would say don't ruin vegetables because it's not like Girl. i'm like oh, i love vegetables because right. i do like vegetables but i mean i'm not there are some veggies you can take. Oh, Lord. But anyways, okay. You're hilarious. What was I saying? You were talking about Sean Baker. Sean Baker. And that's... Oh, and all the aches and pains leaving my body. Yeah. Um, And this is the... Okay, when I did carnivore, this is the first time in my whole life that I felt truly satiated. I was like, I was eating and I yeah. wasn't hungry. Yeah. Even on keto, you eat and then you're like... I really want a snack, but I got to stay in my macros. Let me have a cheese stick. Let me have a hard boiled egg. Yeah. That's keto. Yeah. You're still hungry. Yeah. Not as hungry, Yeah, but you still get hungry. On carnivore, you will eat and like forget to eat your next meal because you're not hungry. You are completely satiated, completely satisfied. And like your cravings are gone. Like if you have a food mm. addiction, if you're addicted to sugar, if you're addicted to alcohol. Yeah. You won't, you can do carn. I mean, I'm not going to say this for like real alcoholics because that's, that's a whole a totally different thing. Different, yeah. That's a different thing. Yeah. But like if you find yourself drinking too much alcohol and then craving it later on a different day. Yeah. Carnivore takes away your cravings. Okay. Sometimes it, d- it yeah. takes longer for it some can. people. It can take not, longer for some people. Obviously every body is different. Every yeah. body is going to have its, but Right. Overall, the things that Lindsay is saying, I have heard so many testimonies and, and more it's long all long term. I'm not talking about in okay, this not, not in a month. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have all my cravings go away in one yeah. month. This is this is a long term commitment. Yeah. This is not a I'm gonna do the, like you said, I'm not gonna do this to fit into a you know, we're not gonna do this for I mean you can. It will give you right. benefits in six months. You'll yeah. see benefits, but this is more of a this is a bigger commitment that you're talking about. Yeah. So, okay. Well, speaking of other testimonies, do you want to talk about, I, I find Jordan and Michaela's story really cool. Did, how long did, yeah. until after, cause she's so yeah, I'll let you talk about Jordan, Jordan, and Michaela Peterson, who I guarantee you all have heard of Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't heard of him, you have not been yeah i mean i don't know like super big details but i do know that michaela had autoimmune system issues since she was very young severe severe like could not stay awake more than six like like more than like four hours a day like in excruciating pain when she walked like like arthritis and like all these other things and like she tried so many different things and um like she tried gluten-free. She tried like to take away, I don't even remember. She was slowly just taking things out of her diet. She was doing an elimination diet. And yeah. eventually she realized beef and salt and water was all she could eat. Yeah. And as she did that for a long time, her body healed. It healed itself. And like she's, and now she's like discovered lamb and bison and like all these different things. But like she like, had an ankle replacement hip replacement at like 15 15, and maybe under younger like she had all these issues and like her body was like deteriorating basically yeah and then as a teenager so if you can imagine an autoimmune disease multiple surgeries life-changing surgeries yeah like getting a new hip at 15 that's wild yeah that's wild yeah and, and like their whole family has had autoimmune diseases. Her mom yeah. also does carnivore. Her father has autoimmune stuff. And he recently went through like their his wife had like huge health issues and was not expected to make it. So he was very depressed and he was on antidepressants, anti-anxiety, really harsh medications. And like it totally like it almost killed him. Yeah. And like I can't even, I can't do it justice, but you can look them up on YouTube. But like, and I, yeah, just like it's, it's changed so many people's lives. You I mean, can like, go like food, find people's testimonies yeah. on. Because like, it doesn't even just change your body physically. Like it literally, it changes. I mean, it, it has the potential to also change your mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
in in how we were talking about Jordan Peterson. Like, it's yeah. not that it, like, cured his depression. That's not the claim right. we're no. making no, 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 in no. any way. No. But what you fuel your body with, like, matters. Yeah. It, it, it is not just about the physical that it changes because your brain yeah. <laughs> is also a part of your body. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it changes your brain in really good ways, too. I mean, right. you were talking about it has... Um, what is the it has benefits to help renew and strengthen uh stuff for alzheimer's well that was fasting that's fasting. okay i'll, yeah. I'll talk about cholesterol because that's a huge okay. huge misconception one of the most frequent questions i get is like well what about your cholesterol yeah you must have high cholesterol. you must have super high cholesterol because you eat just meat because that's okay when people have heart issues i heart, literally they... brought my cholesterol results you from did two years ago the doctor told me that I needed to stop eating meat as much meat. Okay. She said I need to cut back on the meat because she knew, which is funny because I don't have a doctor. <laughs> I only have seen an OBGYN since I've been an adult. Yeah. Because I've been constantly pregnant, yeah. basically. <laughs> now that I'm yeah. not having any more kids, I'm like, I need to find a real doctor. Yeah. Okay. Um, Preferably. But she path. saw me at my heaviest. Yeah. And she also saw me lose all my weight. Yeah. And so she was asking me about keto. Yeah. And then this last time I saw her, I got, I had to get my um, blood sugar tested because of gestational diabetes. And that was lower than average. Not in a bad, like good. Yeah. Good. Like way. obviously, like you I'm not going to have an lower. issue with my blood sugar. Yeah. Um, And I got my cholesterol tested because she was like, well, if you're eating a lot of meat, we should probably do that. And th- we did. And then she told me to not eat as much meat after she had seen my life completely change. I'm like, do you want to rethink the nutritional background? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, okay, cholesterol. If you have, so doctors look at your total cholesterol. And if that is above a range, they'll tell you it's high. Yeah. Okay. So mine, mine was 19 points high. That's not that high. 19 points higher than the average. Okay. That's not that high. Okay. You have HDL cholesterol. That's mm-hmm. good. That's mm-hmm. good cholesterol. Good cholesterol. Okay. Yeah. So when they say you have bad cholesterol or high cholesterol, it's the bad cholesterol. It's the total cholesterol is what what they look at because my bad cholesterol was normal. Normal. Okay. Okay. And then my um, HDL were a little bit high, Mm -hmm. but that's what you want. You want HDL. That's the good cholesterol. Mm -hmm. What was really high was my LDL, which fluctuates greatly within days it can fluctuate a hundred points dang within like four days and so mine was high okay. and that is what pushed my total numbers high high okay and so she based on a number that fluctuates greatly, greatly within days day. i could have been tested the next day and been fine yeah she told me to change to that i need to do that or if my cholesterol gets too high they put you on a statin which is terrible <laughs> Okay. Okay. This is what cholesterol is. The good cholesterol. This is what it does to your body. Okay. It makes cell membranes. It makes sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. It strengthens your immune system. Your like your white blood cells will not function without cholesterol. Okay. It when your skin is exposed to sunlight, Mm -hmm. the cholesterol is what converts the sunlight into vitamin D mm. in your body. Um, your your nerves and your brain tissue is made of cholesterol. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the bile in your gall- gallbladder, mm-hmm. which is what breaks down the fat in your body, mm-hmm. is, made of, is made of cholesterol. Mm. Your body needs cholesterol. I mean, these, I mean... Needs good cholesterol. Yeah, yeah. and um, also adrenal hormones. So cortisol and... yeah. All those sterone. Um, so we wonder why people have so many like hormonal issues. Mm. Like they have high cholesterol because maybe one day their LDL was high. Yeah. Or maybe their HDL is high, yeah. which is a good thing. And, and it, rather than change the way that they eat. Or they are, only look at the triglycerides. They, they are put on yeah. a medication. Right. Rather than change what they eat. Right. So like this is like just like this is how like 
our med like our medical system is mm -hmm. it's not it's not geared towards your success it's not based on actual information when people like when studies okay studies that yes. are done yeah are super expensive yeah okay pharmaceutical companies fund so many studies who benefits from sick people oh, pharmaceutical people, yeah, companies people that are taking the the prescriptions from a lot and a lot companies. of people yeah um, a lot of studies are also funded by food companies like Coca-Cola and Kellogg's. So they're going to say fat is bad for you so they can pump sugar into their foods and yeah. sell it. These are what are being funded. They're very expensive. They're, Sean Baker is actually raising funds to do a study on carnivore. I know a gal, um, Amy Bellinger, is helping raise funds to do a study on food coloring and how bad it is for you. All right, this is the remix. We're trying this for the first time. Pausing in the middle of the conversation just to let you know that next week, the pastors of the pod are back. We're talking love and marriage and who better for them to discuss marriage with than their wives. That's right. We've joked about it before, but it is happening, you guys. The pastor's wives are joining us and you won't want to miss the wisdom that these women bring to the conversation. So subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to this podcast so you can get these episodes straight to your devices each Wednesday. Now back to my conversation with Lindsay. If you're going to, if someone's going to bring a study to me done by like Coca-Cola about my health, I'm probably not going to take it seriously. Yeah. Honestly. Or I mean, honestly, like that's where like for me, that movie fat fiction yeah. was so crazy because they do show you other other like how how they do different studies and how everything is funded i mean i was even i think even watching the the mini series dope sick granted mm -hmm. that is on that is on um the introduction of oxycontin yeah but the fact remains that pharmaceutical marketing companies will do what they have to do mm -hmm. to get people to stay on a certain medication so yeah. again we are not doctors. not doctors. We do not do, but this information is out there. It is not, I think that that's a really, that's another difficult thing. The last couple of years have proved to be very dicey and there's a lot of information out there. And part of the struggle is that most people don't know how to read it. Myself included. I, I will say like, I don't know where to go for everything. But I know that that I do know a few people who do know where yeah. information is. And yeah. and like you're saying, like when it comes down to basic, even the food pyramid over it's the last we have upside down. I mean, it yes, it is. Truly. It really literally is upside down in how it, in if you just look at what the results literally speak for themselves. Yeah. It's quite crazy. I Five years ago, actually, five years ago, I'm convinced I did a a, um, a diet, quote unquote, program, and it was pretty much keto. Mm -hmm. Like I did it for almost, almost nine months and I lost like 80 pounds and it was very much like keto. I had a few things that were from the program, certain foods and things, but I was eating like six small meals a day, mm -hmm. no fruit. No fruit, no no dairy. I wasn't allowed to eat dairy. No sugar, no alcohol. Um, I mean, so limited. Similar high um, um, good veggies, leafy greens, broccoli, all the kind of veggies that you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. um, meat heavy and then not a lot of carbs at all. Like almost no carbs. I couldn't have, and like you said, no root vegetables. Yeah. And so it was pretty much keto, yeah. except without dairy. And so <laughs> I remember when you first started doing dairy, I was like, that sounds exactly like what I did. And it was, but I can have dairy. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, it was so great. Yeah. But that, like you said, like I, you cannot, there's, there's an old saying and anyone who literally has worked out or done any sort of working out or cares about fitness will know that you cannot outwork a bad diet. It does not matter how many times you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Like 
your what you are fueling your body with and putting in your mouth is what is going to determine a lot of your results. Now, granted, I'm not talking about like if you're toning and trying to build muscle in a certain area. I'm literally talking about just overall. So it's so it's so interesting to hear all of these studies, to see all of this and to kind of be like, I, I, I had had a similar experience mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, I did all that and I never, because I, I was eating so low carbs yeah. that there was like, they, they were like, make sure like if all you're doing is walking because you're not getting enough carbs to build back the muscle. So like weightlifting, all of that type of stuff, like I didn't do any they, they were like, don't do any se- severe weightlifting. Don't because your body will not be able to build back the muscle. Yeah. Because I was eating such low carbs. So which, again, is is crazy. But I was also shocked of like, I literally never went to the gym. I didn't do any of that. It was all through yeah. eating yes, and how I, powerful that is. And that was the same, your same experience. Yeah, I lost 80 pounds sitting on my butt. Yeah. <laughs> raising, raising three kids. Raising three children. Yeah. <laughs> I regret, I regret that because working out is so beneficial mentally. Sure. And yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, muscles are really important. Yes. yes. Like truly important. So if I could go back and change something, it would be that. Yeah. Now I'm like trying really hard to be consistent and it sucks, but yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. One, one day at a time. Right. So, um, man, that is crazy. Okay. So I, yeah, I cannot recommend watching fat fiction enough. Again, I promise you it is not, it is not propaganda. It is not like a, it doesn't even really say like you shouldn't eat this way necessarily. It just goes, we had these people eat a certain way one week and then they ate a certain they ate the American was the American mm-hmm. Heart Association. Yeah, I think so. Um, just their standard diet, yeah. their standard meal plan that they recommend, and then they ate a different one, and it, it and they ate more one that is I would say more keto, mm-hmm. more high fat. Yep. And I mean, so it, it's not it's it's that's why I say it's not propaganda. Mm-hmm. If you've watched What the Health. I am sorry because you, that is, that was the most ridiculous garbage I'd ever seen. And it, and sadly it, it converted so many people. I remember people were like going vegan and all this stuff. And I'm like, you guys, I was shocked at how many people kind of took the bait and did not see what was happening. in. yeah, (laughs) there was another really popular documentary at that time. I don't remember what it was, but I just was like, these are garbage I was so mad that they were so popular yeah (laughs) but yeah so um a good one to combat that yeah sacred cow okay you have told me about sacred cow so it's free on the Tubi app which is like basically you have to download an app and you watch trailers and then you get to watch things for free so it's free on that um also this is another like side note that's really funny and strange to say but I used to like read the Old Testament and like see them worshiping a cow and being like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, I Golden get cow. it. Yeah. Not because I worship cows. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Make but that connection for I us. I don't worship cows. Close the loop. Yeah. But like, I mean, and also like someone was saying, who was it? Someone was telling uh, a woman, someone asked her, a woman what her name meant. And she said, oh, it means this and it means this. And then. She said, and it also means cow, like as a joke, because it does, okay. whatever her name yeah. was. And the woman that she was telling to was India, Indian. And she was like, oh, that's so beautiful. Because they worship, worship cows, cows and yeah. cows are so sacred. And it's like, before I was like, that's so stupid. Why would you worship a cow? And now I'm like, meat, leather, like gelatin. Like mm. they provide so much. Interesting. Like, what a strange You can live. I know. But they're so, they're so cute yeah. too. Like, they were, like, little dogs. They'll run around and play. And, like, one licked my hand one time. And it was, I was like, oh, you have a cat tongue. It's rough. It hurts. It's a cat tongue <laughs> times, like, a million in yes. size. Ew. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, is there anything um, 
do we want to talk about vegetables or not? Um. Oh my gosh, we can. I'll try to be we quick. Totally I'll be can. quick. I don't. I don't. I still don't know a lot okay. about this. this well, is this is good. I'm still learning. Yeah. Then this you is good. Can never stop learning. Totally. And I love let's, learning. Let's okay. go there then. Let's so talk real about quick, what you're learning. Okay. So there are plants, and there are a lot of plants have a lot of these nutrients we're talking about that are in meat, but they're not bioavailable to us because okay, in in simple man's term. Mm-hmm. Animals can run away from you mm-hmm. or like attack you with their claws and teeth. Yes. So they don't get killed to eat. Plants are helpless. Yes. So they have chemicals inside of them to attack other animals from eating them so they won't eat them again. Yes. Okay. Okay. So there are things that I'm still learning about. There's something called oxalates okay. in fruits and vegetables that are so bad for you. That okay. I don't, I'm like learning still. So I don't know a lot, but basically like if you think about a nut. We're not I'm trying to fear monger again. I'm not. We are not doctors. I'm just, this is I'm literally, just like, this is, this this is, is what I'm learning. Time, real time researching. She's learning these this things. This is, I mean, this is, yeah. my, my also brain is like, this is part of the fall. This is part of fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Farming being hard to harvest. Oh, this is, okay. a, you know. Super speculation. Please don't come at me, pastors. So. Yeah, yeah. This is major. <laughs> this is not real. This is just like, but... oh, I wonder. Yeah. Um, but if you think of like a nut, mm-hmm. if an almond falls from a tree, it has an outer shell and an inner shell. Yes. And then it has a seed. You can tell that that tree is trying to protect the nut. So if you we'll manage see. to get it open yeah. and eat it, it's not going to go well for you. Though we do eat a lot of nuts. Yeah. Okay. But we didn't used to eat a lot of nuts. They used to be super expensive and really hard to get a long time ago before we figured out how to process them quickly. Yeah. If an apple falls off the tree, it wants to fall off the tree. It's going to rot until the seeds come out. Yeah. An apple is more bioavailable nutrient-wise than a nut. Okay. So there are some fruits and vegetables that are better to eat and not better to eat. Okay. Okay? Because... Based off of how they're Spoiler designed. alert, I don't plan on being carnivore for eternity. Yeah. Forever. Well, obviously not eternity because all the food in heaven is going to be safe. It's all going to be meat. It's all going to be bacon. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but like I would like to introduce things in on occasion. I would occasionally like to have fruits. I would yeah. occasionally like to have, you know, things. Yeah. I will probably always be very meat heavy, but I'm not staying here. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out what is best for me to eat and also what's best for my family to eat my family is not a carnivore mm-hmm. a carnivore they're not carnivores yeah but i do want them to not you know i want them to eat healthy i don't want them to have the same problems i've had right so that's a huge thing i'm working through right now as well is yeah. figuring out what they should eat yeah for sure but that's really interesting well there's your new research i mean if you didn't already know about keto and carnivore to research you can add vegetables on to your list of uh, bioavailability, the bioavailability of vegetables. Yeah, we shall see. So interesting. I so. do know that kale is not very bioavailable, but like plain lettuce, which people think is way less healthy, and spinach is also not very bioavailable. Hmm. So one of the two most popular salads for health yeah. foods are not our no-go. Interesting. There's Wild. a book by Sally Norton she's coming out with a book on oxalates in december so i have to like wait a really long time to like yeah to figure this out i'm like come on i just want to know now yeah but yeah that's so interesting okay yeah Yeah. so stay tuned for that um i you guys this was so good so like mind-blowing in many ways i i know that we could literally keep talking about this for forever some people are going to have questions, I'm sure. People are going to have interest, but what is a good place for people to start? Like if someone is listening to this and going, I have tried everything. I've heard of this keto. I've heard of carnivore. You know, I didn't know that about Jordan Peterson. Or like, oh, okay, I live in the Northwest. I live in the Seattle area, which most of you who are listening do. Um, oh, cool. There are people around here who are doing this. Where is a great place to start? Where should people start with this journey? Where would yeah. you recommend they start? Well, you really should start thinking to yourself, like, are you stewarding your body well? Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says that our body is a temple. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit dwells 
in us. So if you think about a temple, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, but it's not beautiful and gorgeous to show off. It is to point to God and his glory. Mm. So if you're going to be getting into this, please don't do it for vain reasons. Mm. Do it because you want, like God gave you this body and you want to worship him with it. Mm. It can do so many great things. Do it for the glory of God. Mm. Don't do it for yourself. Um, and also like being fat is not a sin. Mm. Um, there are so many different seasons Mm. in your life, different circumstances we don't get to control. Mm. And, you know, it's, it can be easy to pack on some weight and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, especially the last two years, exactly. The last two years we were all stuck in in our homes. Like it's totally like, And it's also like a lot of people, like there's so much misinformation about health. Mm. So many people do have the discipline Mm -hmm. and they do have the self-control, but they have the misinformation that the government's putting out. So many people are working so hard to try to like better their body and Mm -hmm. they can't. And that's not your fault. It's not a lot of people. It's not your fault if you're fat. Okay. It's not. Mm. You have the wrong information. Um. Mm. That is its However, own. Yeah. yeah, that is like its own episode. Yeah. That I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go there, but yeah. we can't. However, yeah. like, don't discount your sin. Like, if you do look at yourself and see that you are struggling with gluttony, mm-hmm. repent and ask God to help you get through that. And if you're um, mm-hmm. struggling with um, having an emotional re- relationship with food, go to Jesus with your emotions repent and you know go through that and most importantly like ask god for self-control and discipline like you're not gonna get far without that so just Mm -hmm. ask god to be your strength if this is something you're wanting to pursue and start small like you don't have to go all carnivore just maybe add more meat get rid of your vegetable oils get rid of your processed food like and the thing that bothers me most that some people don't know is that your coffee mate in your fridge is vegetable oil dyed white with sugar that's not milk it's lactose free that is vegetable oil that you're putting in your coffee we can stop we can stop so it's so good we can cut that out i know i love that like i love that you are ruining people's lives in this way and it's like no yeah and it's (laughs) kindness to tell you the truth it is kind it is it is honestly like there are many proverbs there's a lot that you you Kindness is telling people the truth and love. And so a lot of people are going to hate hearing <laughs> these things, but I think those are such good questions and good things to ask because, um, and good things to consider because it's, it is really hard. I have known plenty of people and myself included where I've been in seasons where I've done things for the wrong reasons. And it's just, it's so hard. Like self-control is a fruit of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so if you are a Christian, you have access to that through the Holy spirit. Like God is good to give those things if we, if we ask. And so, um, it's obviously always not as black and white. There are, again, we are not doctors. We are not psychologists <laughs> or psychiatrists or, or counselors or biologists or, or health coaches yeah. or health or pastors. Like, but there is truth in some of these things. And so, um, I, yeah, I think this has been so great. This is, uh, lot longer than I thought no but it's been so good and I'm so thankful that you um agreed to come on and talk about this and share about this it's obviously been it's grown so much more from just like a way of eating into something that really has inspired you in a lot of ways and I've seen that and I don't know what God is doing but I know like you want to do something more it's such a small niche part of the world but it's really exciting at some point we will probably have Lindsay back maybe she's gonna tell us more she'll tell us more about how terrible vegetables are but and (laughs) there are people people all over the (laughs) all my other biohacking you guys there's so many things biohacking point that's okay just follow the dancing carnivore there are so many things that she 
like shares and talks about yeah i mean there's so much in this realm thank you again so much thank you for having me yeah joining uh the show i don't know how to end i never know how to end this because go eat some meat just go yeah go 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 pick yourself up some beef do it so all right (laughs) bye guys bye I just want to thank Lindsay again for joining the show and just have a couple of announcements before we end today. So if you missed a live, you can catch the replay of that on the show's Instagram at Taylor asks a question. That's T-A-Y-L-E-R asks a question. And you can find Lindsay at the dancing carnivore on Instagram. I'm positive. She would love to hear from you, answer questions you might have about starting keto or going from keto to carnivore. We also have linked in the show notes, the books that she recommended. So go ahead and grab a copy of those. I also want to congratulate the winners of the carnivore crisps that we announced on the live last weekend. You can get some carnivore crisps for yourself. Maybe if you're feeling brisket or chicken or beef or pork, and you can save 10% using Lindsay's code dancing carnivore at carnivorecrisps.com. So since I already let you know about who my guests are for next week, I think I'll let you in on another little secret. They're actually going to be joining the show for two weeks because we just all love to talk and it was just such a good conversation that, you know, I just don't like to stop recording those things. So we are going to have the pastors and their wives for two weeks and I'm super excited for you to get to hear that conversation. Also, finally, I guess my last kind of announcement is that this season is going to be ending on my actual birthday this year. So the last episode is going to drop on my birthday and I'm really excited for you to hear that conversation. Um, And I also want to give a couple of you a gift from me. Um, It's going to be some things that have really impacted me over the last year. So stay tuned for more of those details. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. It means so much. Until next time.